This is the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now, from Studio B or wherever the Saints and Pelicans might be, here's Chris True. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the Black and Blue Report. My name is Chris True. They're letting me back in the studio, taking this thing over. I'm loving it. Here's what we got going on. I'm hanging out with a brand new comedian every single time that's representing a team that the Pelicans are playing this week. On today's episode, we have Mo Aurora, who is a Toronto native who is actually living in Atlanta right now. Let's check out the conversation with Mo Aurora. Welcome to the show today, Mo Aurora. Mo is a stand-up comedian. You're actually living in Atlanta right now, but you are probably one of the biggest Toronto Raptors fans I know, so we had to have you on this week's edition of the Black and Blue Report. Mo, how are you feeling? I'm great, Chris. Thank you for having me. I feel great. I'm uh, I'm honored to be here. Happy to get a chance to talk on behalf of Raptors Nation, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So you are a very uh, a very sweet guest right now because we just beat the Atlanta Hawks last night. Uh, you currently live mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Uh, how sad yes, is that city right now uh, post-Pelicans loss? Close game, but we pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must be fun every time Atlanta and New Orleans plays each other, no matter the sport, you know? That's... As somebody who moved to Atlanta, I feel like, um, you know, if it's a good game, I'm interested. But if it's not, I can take or leave it. But I feel like the people that care about those games care about them all the time. You know, it's fun. I love it. And you, are, of course, yeah. moved to Atlanta from Canada. So what yeah. is it like being a Raptors fan in the South? Because there's not a lot of you. I mean, there's a lot of Raptors fans, no. but there's not a lot of Toronto Raptors fans that are living in Atlanta right now. True. No, not really. I mean, there's there's more than you think, but that could still mean three instead of one, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, it's a little. I I kind of I kind of I get my my conversation with Raptors fans in kind of through text or just kind of seeing what's going on on Twitter and stuff. And uh, you know, the Ra- like Raptors fan base is pretty uh, pretty internet heavy for one thing. And, uh, there's a lot of, yeah, Raptors online chatter is pretty active and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a smart, it's a smart fan base. So I, uh, I do, I get a lot just from like hearing what other Raptors fans are talking about, you know? Well, let's dive a little bit more into that. Cause that's one of the things that we do on the black and blue report. Whenever they let me take over, we do a little bit of fan on fan combat. And I'd like for this Pelicans fan base to learn more about the ins and outs, the inner workings of opposing teams, fan bases. And of course we are playing your Raptors tomorrow night in new Orleans at the smoothie King center tip off at 7 PM at the smoothie King center. But what is, what is that Raptor, that Raptor fan life like? Like what do you think are the, are the biggest quirks, the, 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 the biggest perks of being a Raptors fan? You know, for for a lot of people that I come across that um, a decent amount actually forget that there's even a team up in Toronto. So there are times where it's kind of like, oh, I know of one more NBA team than a lot of people. <laughs> cool, you know? Uh, it feels like, yeah, it feels like I'm, I'm always happy for anybody who is interested about the Raptors and about Toronto and stuff like that. Uh, because then I get a chance to talk about the team and I get a chance to talk about the city and people will remember, Oh yeah, Vince Carter. I'm like, yeah, that happened in my city. Can you imagine what that must've been like? And then they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Now I get it. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. It's just like a good chance to remind people that we're there. How many, and, um, how many Vince Carter jerseys do you think are walking around Toronto right here, right now? Right, right at this oh, moment. Oh man. 
A lot. I would say, uh, oh, man, they must, he must, they must have sold millions of Vince jerseys over the years. And they probably had a spike recently because there's a movie that came out recently, a documentary. Uh, I think it's called The Vinsanity Factor or something like that. I don't know. Something about Vinsanity that came out. And uh, that's going to, yeah, like it just, Vince got a huge bump once again. Like we love him. We love him. You know, we had a, a bad falling out with Carter, uh, unfortunately, but you know, time has passed and, uh, we've both, both gone on to do good things. And, uh, yeah, I think we've buried the hatchet. We love Vince. Now, I'm Mo, glad that I got to be a kid. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, all good. All good. I have a quick question. Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. this is a worthy, a, a worthy interruption question. I just realized sure. something. I should know this cause this is like in my wheelhouse, but I don't know. Is there a Vince Carter statue outside of air Canada center? And if not, no. and if not, why not? And if uh, if there is, then I want to I want it described in beautiful detail. Oh man! Well, I think the only reason why not is because I mean he's still a player in the league, right? Like I think uh, you know I think he'll get honored in due time uh, when he's done playing. But I think he's still like you know he's still a player, right? But well, yeah, that's what true. Would that look? Yeah, I mean. You know, he has a lot of obviously iconic dunks, right? Just that one dunk competition alone, there's like four. But I wonder if maybe would it be a good statue if it was of him with his forearm hanging uh, in the in the in the rim? To me, would that be a good statue? That's the most underrated dunk contest dunk of all time. Only be right? uh, I think I think and I think the second most underrated one is actually a gentleman who was wearing a New Orleans jersey, and people forget that New Orleans drafted him. But uh, J.R. Smith, way back in the day, when he did the around uh, the back dunk, I think that's also yeah. the most underrated dunk. Th- those two are tied. But Vince Carter, of course, gets tons of tons of recognition and props for his dunk contest abilities. And I hope that yeah. you get a statue of Vince. I'm, you know, I'm in the middle of, you know, the, the Pelicans don't know this yet, but I'm in the middle of a, uh, of a 10 year project where I'm going to, I'm, I'm attempting to put together a, a grand statue plan. Uh, Cause okay. I, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, it's, it's very involved and it involves um, uh, millions of my own dollars, Mo. And all kinds of all 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 kinds of um, uh, paperwork. I'm doing all of my own right now. And if I wish I were serious, but I, I'm not. But I I, I, I wish that, I, <laughs> I wish you were too, man. Yeah. Well, oh, that'd be for you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think statues in front of arenas are are very sweet sweet gestures. And of course, in in New Orleans, we have Champion Square, which is an area mm-hmm. between you know it's, it's right around the Superdome and the Smoothie King Center that honors a lot of great moments in New Orleans sports history, both things that just happen in New Orleans and things that directly uh, are affiliated with New Orleans. And I don't think we're going to get, uh, you know, any, any sort of statue or poster up in there for a win this Wednesday against your Toronto Raptors. But let's talk about it anyway. We don't see you very often when we're seeing you twice already within mm-hmm. one month. The Pelicans are 7-3 and three in our last 10 games. One of those losses came to your Raptors last week in your turf. Uh, we lost by four points, and 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 the, and the, and y'all are coming now on our turf this Wednesday. How are you feeling about this game? Uh, are, is this a must-watch game for you? Like, like where are the Pelicans on your on your radar as far as an NBA fan's concerned? Well, I like watching the Pelicans when I can, just because of the combination of AD and Boogie, right? Like, I love I lo- I'm so interested in those guys, um, you know. And also, frankly, I mean, you know. I feel like the Raptors present a fun matchup because like we don't have we don't have stars like that, but like Ibaka and Valanciunas are two like formidable guys to throw at them, and uh, 
you know, I think, I think both teams play a lot of close games. You know, I think, um, you know, it's, yeah, they're fun. It's fun to play against each other. I think I was glad that the Raptors got that win up in Toronto, but it's a different story on the road, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, as a basketball fan, I think, I think they're fun teams to watch. I think a lot of like casual top level, you know, fans maybe don't pay, you know, they don't, they don't find out more about these teams. They just kind of wait for the Cavs and the Warriors to come to them on TV kind of thing. But uh, I think basketball fans would enjoy both these teams, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I think that a lot of people are starting to come around on this on this Pelicans team as far mm-hmm. as being so fun to watch because a lot of our a lot of our role players are are having these really standout games. Like last night, Darius Miller uh, went off at uh, in the Sweet the King Center against Atlanta, and Antoine Moore is looking really nice. Who are players like that on on your side? You know, the 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 the, the non superstars, but who are carrying some weight right now that maybe Pelicans fans should keep an eye on. In your opinion, Mo. Well, the Rap- the Raptors drafted a guy. His name is OG Anunobi, and he's he's a fun guy to watch. He's somebody that I believe he was hurt during the uh, during his last season, maybe because uh, they say that he was like a lottery pick type talent who fell to uh, the Raptors in the draft. So we kind of got lucky with the uh, with the player. But he's like, you know, he's long, he's rangy, he's uh, a smart guy. He plays uh, plays good defense. He's fun to watch. We. Uh, we have we have a pretty deep bench. Norman Powell is a guy that I always wait on to turn into the next Wayne Wade. Uh, this may be an unfair expectation of him, but he's just somebody that I I think is uh, he has a chance on any given night to be really good. I really like him. Um, yeah, we just uh, the Raptors from uh, one to twelve is like they're a good solid team, but like you know I don't know what's remarkable about them other than you gotta once you find out who they are, then so we find out that they're special, you know. But they're all just like good solid basketball players you know so if you like good solid basketball players who can do a lot of different things uh you know the Raptors have like 10 of them to throw at you I love that I'm very happy for you Mo yeah. Easy to say because we're not in the same conference, but I you know, I I like when funny people that that I know in in the comedy world have teams that they're really getting behind. And and I I always think about you when I think about the Toronto Raptors. You know, uh, a lot of people told me that I should try to get Drake to be my interview subject for this Toronto game. Oh but, yeah, well he would be yeah, he would be the he would be your first choice I would imagine, but he's that's he's too big, right? No, like, Mo, uh, Mo, you you got yeah. it all backwards. He he's the bottom of my list. He's he was not my first really? choice. You were my first choice. I, I sent I sent all the positive energy and vibes your way. I didn't even pick up the phone to call Drake. And trust me, I've got all of Drake's phone numbers. And I didn't call a single <laughs> one of them. I only reached out to you, and that's why we're right here Finally. right now. Finally, everybody sees me and Drake the way I see me and Drake. <laughs> yeah, add it to your press kit, Mo Aurora. Yeah. Let's talk about food. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, no yeah. problem. I want to talk about food because I I'm think that I think that the Toronto fan base, well, well, t- Toronto as a city, uh, has 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 a big has has a big food to your uh, to to your name. The uh, of course, we're talking about uh, poutine, poutine, which is it? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes and no. If I if I might uh, elaborate, the poutine is what you're looking for. Poutine is actually more of a a Quebec. Food. It's like in Montreal, you'll get poutine. It's kind of like a French Canadian food. Oh, dang it! Um, but like, but yeah, but it's now now all of Canada gets credit for it, which I'll take. But I'm sure Quebecers aren't too happy about. Well, but, that uh, would be like the yeah. entire the entire South getting credit for 
you know, crawfish or po'boys or beignets, which, I mean, you can, sure, you can yeah. find these things all over the South, but, you know, people right. kind of point to New Orleans for them. So I just made a yeah, mistake. Lo, I, lo and behold, lo and behold, the whole South and all of Canada gets all the credit, but which of the parts that did it, the, the, part, the French cities, right? The French places. Hey, that's Louisiana, true. Louisiana, Quebec, Quebec, Louisiana. They're the ones with the, yeah. I love that. So poutine versus po'boys, uh, who do you got? Full court, full court. We're going to go five on five. Five uh, bowls? Is it bowls of poutine? Is that what it is? Is it a bowl? Uh, yeah, you can get them in bowls, yeah. All right, five bowls of poutine versus five po'boys. Now, I, I, my, my starting lineup, I'm going to say I'm gonna say roast beef, plain center. I'm going to say fried shrimp at the two. I'll probably say french fry po'boy uh, at the three. Um, let's say a meatball po'boy is going to be our point guard, which maybe is a little bit, you know, oh, wow. I, I'm, I'm zigging while everyone else in the league is zagging, you know, I'm throwing meatballs at the, at, at the, at the one. And let's say, let, 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 let's say a, um, a Cajun turkey po'boy is, is my power forward. Now, who are your poutine starting five and, and who do you got poutine versus po'boys? Okay. Okay. So I think, um. I think at the point, I want to keep it classic. I like an original poutine, which is just French fries with cheese curds and gravy, and then the gravy melts the cheese curds down. I have to right? admit, That's... I'm glad you told me what a classic poutine was because I didn't know, and I'm embarrassed I didn't know, but now I know. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. No, I'm glad to be able to share because the thing is, as poutine has blown up and it's gotten more out there, everybody's learning about poutine at a time when there's 20 different kinds, 100 different kinds, but like... Poutine itself, that's the that's the backbone of poutine right there. And that's the backbone of my team is my point guard. And so let's start with that. And then and then I think I'm I'm gonna the two, three, and the four are all kind of the same for me, in a sense, like positionally what they do. So, you know, I'm gonna go with, you know, uh I'm gonna have a ground beef on one of them, sausage on one of them, bacon on one of them. Uh, they're all probably gonna have green peppers because that's I like that kind of I like that kind of versatility and range of that position. And then at the at the five, hmm, I don't want to go with one of those weird dessert poutines. I'm not into that. That's too much for me. But uh, the five, I think I might go with like a meat lovers. Why not? You know. And there's all kinds of poutine flavors. I I I just learned yeah. something. I hope listeners here at the Black and Blue Report are also learning something about about the poutine. Yeah, yeah, it's a very no, versatile food. Poutine. It's very beautiful. It it's a poutine, beautiful poutine food. Poutine is like a it's bar food, right? It's like it's yeah. You stop for poutine on the way home from the bar, and it's a great like four a.m. food to have, you know. And uh, that's kind of its purpose. So, you know, if hopefully, I, man, I'm I, I'm trying to get a food truck together. That's what I want to do. I want to really bring poutine to the stuff. You know, starting Atlanta, but make my way to New Orleans too. You, hey, know? you know what? I believe you. Next time you come to New Orleans, you should come when when your Raptors are playing the Pelicans. Uh, again, they are playing tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday at 7 p.m. Tip off at Smoothie King Center. The it's also a superhero night, Mo. It's superhero night right. here in New Orleans. So, so as we start to drive this podcast back on in the driveway and uh, and put it in park, and then go on about our days, go on about our business. Let's talk a little bit about superhero night and and what I, I want to know. Who do you think is the most superhero like player on the Raptors that the Pelicans fans should fear the most? So, so maybe mm. it's more of a villain type because I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you right yeah. now that Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis, 
are, are like a Batman and Batman. I'm not even going Batman and Robin. I'm taking, you know, I'm, it's, it's a very hot take here on the Black and Blue Report, but we got a Batman and Batman and, and Boogie and, and AD. So who are the villains on your side? All right. Well, okay. So then, then OG Ananobi, who I mentioned before, he's low-key the Riddler. So you should watch He's low-key the Riddler? He's the Riddler. He's the Riddler. So, yeah, he's low-key because he's a Raptor. Not everybody knows about him. But you should check out. I think he he posts some stuff online where it's like it's some, some segment that he does before games. He, yeah, he's the Riddler. You'll see what I mean. But he's he's a crappy player. He's smart, like I said. Um, so he's somebody to watch. DeMar's, got, DeMar's like Hawkeye, I think, right? Like at the, end of the, at the end of the game, we need him to just, you know. I mean, maybe the Raps play a little bit more ISO ball than I would like, but DeMar's the guy to do it if, when they do it. And so he's, yeah. I think he's uh, he takes shots that nobody else is willing to take, and uh, you got to watch him because he'll make them. You know, hey, well said, Mo. And also, thank you. thank you so much for being on this week's edition of Black and Blue Report. I hope that wherever you are in Old Atlanta, you're able to uh, grab a TV and check it out. For everyone who's here in New Orleans, you can watch the game on Fox Sports New Orleans. Even better, go to the Smoothie King Center, join me. Let's have some fun. Let's make it loud in there. It was so loud last night whenever it needed to be uh, against Atlanta. That was uh, a very special, very, very sweet times. And uh, we're going to keep that momentum going. Uh, Mo, last thing, predictions for tomorrow night. You won the first game by four, uh, but now you're on our, our, our turf. Final predictions, and we're going to let you go. Well, I think, I mean, I got I to gotta remain loyal to the squad, so I'm going to say that the Raps, uh, uh, maybe some players on the Raps uh, snap out of uh, a shooting slump and, uh, uh, and <laughs> shoot New Orleans at the building. But that's just me being a homer. Uh, honestly, I feel like... Uh, it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a, it's a close game. They always play close games together. So hopefully the Raps come out. I won't say go Raps, but uh, New Orleans, I love you. And I uh, hope we meet in the finals. How's that? Yeah, I love that. Well, Mo, best of luck to you in all your comedy endeavors. Best of luck to you and everything that you want out of life, with the exception of what you want to happen tomorrow night here in New Orleans. I'm going Pelicans. <laughs> I'm going to go the same score as last week, but reverse it. Pelicans 122, Raptors 118. Also, by the way, my po' boys are going to destroy your poutine. And uh, and and you know what? I'm going to end it on a sweet note, though. Thank you so much for your time. And we will we will stay in touch. And hopefully you can come down to New Orleans sometime. All right, buddy? Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. And hopefully sometimes let's just have po' boys and poutine together. Hey, let's mix it all up. Thanks, Mo. Yes, all right, thank you. That's it. That was the chat with Mo Aurora. Thank you, Mo, so much for being a part of the Black and Blue Report. And, of course, thank all of you so much for being a part of this community that we're building here with the New Orleans Pelicans, the Black and Blue Report, the Smoothie King Center, all the brands. My name is Chris True. I will see you at the game tomorrow night. Y'all have a good one. See you later.